When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. The data revolution is hitting the rinks. Um, we're finding a lot of engagement and utilization in just this sense of community and almost like gamifying the sport. And I think everyone at every skill level is appreciating the instant feedback when they're getting on and off the ice or the field. That's Bill Neer, CEO of Helio Sports, where adapting technology for the sports he loves is a passion. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Bill Neer has one of the stories that we've heard here many times. He was an athlete who had hoped a technology would come along to make the game better, safer, more open for him. So he created Helio Sports, which is helping the next generation of hockey players and more. Our guest this week is Bill Neer. He's the CEO of Helio Sports, which is bringing actionable feedback and instant video to the amateur market through sports, through tracking and an app. It's all really cool technology. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm doing great, Bram. Thanks for having me on today. All right. Tell us a little bit about what your company does. Yeah. So we're in the market of basically bridging a gap to actionable feedback that most developing athletes across you know, youth sports all the way up to pro uh, don't have access to. And so we do that through a simple uh, device that mounts on the athlete, like a sensor wearable device, um, an app technology, and an integration with video to uh, instantly cut highlights and moments from sports video. Okay. Um, let's go through all of those things. Um, what kind of device are we talking about? There's a lot of different tracking devices on the marketplace. So, so what do you guys specialize in? Yeah. So we developed a small uh, motion-based sensor that has an integrated AI machine learning component to it. And so um, when we were looking outwardly at the market and the solutions that basically use positioning as their sort of base unit of measure, one of the problems we saw to broad market adoption was that if you need to install infrastructure inside a facility, it's going to limit who can and can't have access to this type of technology. Mm. So we took a fundamentally different approach. We actually start with recognized motion events, AI recognized motion events inside of our sensor. Um, and that device uh, is basically in real time detecting athlete performance as it's happening. Okay. So can you explain what that is a little bit, but can you, can you kind of go backwards and, and, you know, boil that down for what you mean by that? Yeah, for sure. So the Helios core that I'm holding here that you can see, it's this small sensor um, for a hockey player, which is our beachhead market. It actually mounts on their shoulder pads and the AI in it is actually called stride recognition. So what it's doing is it's keying into the athlete when they're skating, it actually sees a left versus a right skating stride uniquely. And so you can imagine as we look to other sports, this train this device and have this kind of key way into the sports as seen through the motion events rather than part of an infrastructure-based positioning system. 
gives us a really lightweight way to expand in the market and grow. Okay. And then what kind of data are you providing to the players, the parents, the coaches, the leagues? What are they getting back? Yeah. So we have a set of metrics. And so some examples would be like speed. Um, So for hockey, that's like skating speed and miles per hour, kilometers per hour, agility, which you can think of as like the rate or frequency of the athletes in in the case of hockey, striding, uh, explosiveness, balance left to right. We actually do a hustle score, which is based on a model that we fit uniquely to every athlete um, that allows them to see each time they get off the field or ice, how that day compared to their nightly refresh baseline and gives them a just a low average high score for the hustle that day, yep. which we're finding to be some great feedback. Um, we also integrate for some hockey specific metrics like time on ice, stride time. We do an energy ratio. We're not a heart rate device ourselves, but we've actually integrated with all of the large mass market heart rate devices so that you can basically set one up with your Helios so that the kind of internal load data around your heart rate flows directly into your Helios session. So you have the combination of everything that we're tracking combined with that heart rate data. Okay. A lot of this stuff um, sounds pretty high level, actually, for very serious youth teams, whatever sport you guys end up getting into, but currently hockey are you finding that there is a market for true amateur recreational leagues that would want to be part of something like this yeah absolutely and i guess there's two big parts of the platform that i had mentioned so far that are really appealing and what we're finding is whether it's a nine-year-old user up to a pro player what the platform offers is kind of different to different classes of players at different stages of their career. The fact that we're able to appeal to a nine-year-old as well as a national team player or a professional hockey player in the case of hockey is something that we're really excited about. So down at those lower levels, we actually have kind of built-in gamification around things like the hustle score, the baseline. We do these points-based leaderboards um, where, you know, today we have a few thousand customers who every week are filling in five to seven days of using the product every single time they skate. And whether you're sort of an earlier player, kind of working your way up from single A hockey towards triple A hockey, um, we're finding a lot of engagement and utilization in just this sense of community and almost like gamifying the sport. And I think everyone at every skill level is appreciating the instant feedback when they're getting on and off the ice or the field. And then the last thing, which is probably the coolest thing we do is The device uses the recognized skating patterns and an algorithm for detecting shifts within games and and kind of practice moments. And it instantly cuts game video um, from cameras that are already mounted on the wall inside of all these rinks um, or held in the hand of the parent. And so what we're giving to the individual is instant access to their moments through the form of video. And what we're finding is that at every skill level, Um, athletes just like to see themselves out there through video, but they also don't want to spend a whole bunch of time sorting through the full length video or trying to cut it up and find their moments. Um, The camera technology you're talking about that captures the video, are you all mounting this? Is this your camera technology or are you working with someone to do that? We remain 100% zero infrastructure. What What it turns out is there are a lot of big players already in the business of putting single or multiple cameras inside of hockey rinks on the wall. You have parents holding iPhones and iPads. There's also a growing um, set of products on the market, which are cameras that are meant to be used in more of an ad hoc capacity, mm-hmm. um, where they're sort of sprung up 10 to 25 feet on the, on the, inside the hockey rink or on the field for other sports. 
And so all these capture technologies exist. And what's really powerful is we can work with all of them. Um, and so we're working with the biggest and best uh, providers in that space um, that, you know, that handle the camera infrastructure, the live streaming, the OTP kind of on-demand capabilities. And what we're doing is we're just providing a key way. And so what we like to call this is like automatic tagging. Um, you know, what we're doing is you just instantly can find these moments in the video. And if you compare that to what these video providers and the existing landscape has today, it's pretty disruptive since most game film breakdown is still done by either onshore humans, an expensive kind of cloud GPU process, uh, which uses computer vision to try to recognize moments in the game, but it's not 100% accurate, or they're actually sending video overseas to have video analysts uh, in kind of an offshore labor model watch and tag up game film in more of a manual tagging way. So the fact that we're automatically tagging is just a really good sort of synergy with these folks that have been in the business of camera infrastructure, streaming, and on-demand sports video. Okay, so for the true amateur and their parents, they have the opportunity to get something of extreme value here, which is video, you know, of their kids, highlights that are shareable uh, for their coach. Depends how serious the league is, but they could help them perform, get better, et cetera, et cetera. On a higher level for the amateurs who are really trying to make a career out of whatever sport that they're in, do you think this technology is different enough from other tracking technologies that there's an advantage for them to use this to improve their team play? Yeah, we have some really disruptive feedback inside of um, the platform. So some examples of that would be like every single night we show you your updated ranking um, in the app we update your ranking by birth year. So what that is, is it's like a percentile rank where 100 is the best. And for each attribute, speed, agility, explosiveness, balance, we actually show you where you're at, 0 to 100% compared to everyone else on Helios. So we're finding that users, as they're kind of growing through, especially like their teen years, where there's lots of imbalance between like physical development and skill development, um, they're actually able to use this as a tool to stay kind of right in line with their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Our goal all along is that this actually can help curb some of the effects of like early and late bloomer development, oh. which, you know, as, as, as one example, we worked with like a 15 year old hockey team and they had players on the team who were five foot five, you know, maybe later in the year, first year. And some of the earlier players who were up at like six foot four. So it's a pretty big spread in terms of physical development. And we really, you know, are positioning the tool to help be kind of like your constant companion to curb some of those effects and stay right in line with like maximizing your development. Oh, curve. That, that's interesting. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is kind of the relationship with the current team trainers, data analysts, how does it kind of work with the technology that you have with what's already in the infrastructure of teams that are serious about sports? Yeah, so one of the really interesting things is like at the highest levels when we work with sort of like major junior teams up through college and pro teams, they typically have like a strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. And that's like the right individual to interface to 
in terms of getting through to like the program. And that's someone who really like the value of Helios resonates very clearly with down at the lower levels, you know, typically amateur club coach coaches, I think in all sports, there may be a parent coach. They might be like a, a coach that doesn't have a player on the team, but they also likely have another job. So the, um, the interface to kind of like that coach parent, um, kind of organization level within youth sports is definitely different than when you're working with those higher level teams. But we're finding that what's common across all these teams is that everyone would like to spend more time coaching. They have a limited amount of time, whether they're a professional coach or a part-time coach, and they'd like to spend less time trying to cut up video or waiting for video to come back to them. One of the things we know is a lot of these teams play multiple games in a weekend and you might be missing the point if you're waiting till Monday or Tuesday after a weekend of six games to even see like the first feedback yeah. on the video from those games. Um, you all, we've talked a lot about the hockey side of what you're doing. You do want to get into other sports. Can you, can you kind of talk about where that technology is being applied currently? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, a, I'm actually a multi-sport athlete. I'd say going from maybe soccer, baseball, lacrosse, and hockey, honed in on hockey and lacrosse, and then really just hockey by the time I got to college and was playing at MIT where I studied. Uh, but there's some natural fits there, um, you know, with lacrosse and football for us. Uh, very similar interface to the athlete, the actual ability to deploy the product through kind of very similar camera infrastructure to provide the same type of value proposition where lacrosse players, parents, coaches, football player, parents, and coaches, they all don't want to waste their time trying to cut up and work with video, right? So that ability to do that instant keyway, as well as provide individualized feedback, especially because some of those, um, you know, those sports that I mentioned, the actual number of players on a team is even more significant. And so the problem or the challenge that a coach has is, how do you get individualized feedback to every player every single time they hit the ice or field? Um, and that's, you know, one of the things that we do is we give that individualized feedback and, and a very easy way for the coach to also access it. Um, you mentioned you were an athlete at, at MIT. Were you thinking about this type of technology when you were performing there? When, how did this kind of start for you? Yeah, I was. And, and for me, I dreamed of playing, you know, Division One college hockey before the MIT door opened. And, and I had a bit of a reality check probably about 16 years old where I realized I was, I was far off from that door opening. Um, it was going to take years of junior hockey and still be very unlikely that I get to play division one college hockey. So then the MIT door opens and found a really competitive program there, um, which ended up captaining my senior year on the team. And the whole time I was there, I was thinking about my own development and just in general, I think it was in college. I read um, a book by Malcolm Gladwell called outliers. Yeah. I was sort of fascinated by this idea that we're talking about the birth month that a youth sports athlete is born in as a primary indicator for their potential success <laughs> in the sport. I remember yeah, that. So, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt pretty funny to me that 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 is a thing which it is a thing but that we wouldn't first say well let's start by getting all these youth sports athletes individualized feedback that they don't have today and see if if that trend kind of maintains itself or if there's opportunities to try to curb that effect and so what happened was the, um, the MIT team lost its funding after the 2008 financial crisis and through saving that program with a group of alumni and a nonprofit, we originally created money for the hockey club I actually uh, met Ron Francis, who's a career NHL player. Yep. Um, he's currently the GM of the Seattle Kraken. He's won two Stanley Cups. 
um, really great uh, NHL um, GM player and, and just hockey mind. And Ron's one of the early believers of how like data and analytics can be used within hockey operations and organizations to make better decisions around players. And so I think Ron and I met at this idea um, of how do you basically bring that down market? And he saw what we started at Helios in 2018 as a, as a fundamental way to be able to do that. Um, so that was, you know, a bit of this story through playing college hockey, meeting Ron. In between there, I worked for about five years in venture-backed automotive technology. And the jump-off point was actually seeing that the um, fairly technical kind of point, but the chips that do motion sensing were integrating AI blocks into them. And that was going to fundamentally enable what Helios ended up becoming. And so all of that sort of collided in 2017, 2018 to uh, be the jump off point for starting the company. Um, let me ask you a broad question about the future um, and just performance in younger players now, as opposed to when you were coming up and you know trying to make a career out of hockey. With all of this technology, with all of this information, and what I would assume is you're not done. You're going to continue to innovate as you move along here. What are the next generation of players? How are they going to be trained differently to prepare for the sports that they are in? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's a really interesting effect happening in youth sports where um, I know in hockey and, and the other sports I mentioned, it's, it's pretty common for a parent of the athlete to not have played the sport themselves. I think there is overall like this sense that youth sports is, you know, just a bit crazy and unsustainable and everyone's always trying to do more and more and more, more showcases, more tournaments, more practices, more skill sessions. And it can be a lot. And as you know, a parent now, like I think a lot about how much time parents spend. One of the things that we aim to do is actually put the youth sports parents in the driver's seat, make them feel like they're actually armed with a level of information and perspective, especially if they didn't play that sport themselves to be able to help steer their their athlete that's developing without always feeling like we have to do everything because we don't know which things to pick and choose. And so the, the data we provide, the feedback we provide to the parents is really meant to enable them to feel empowered. And a big part of that is actually knowing when to maybe do less. And so we've done some really disruptive things that we're preparing to bring to the platform that really provides like information to the parent around how much their athletes actually doing and how they can actually think about modulating that to ultimately get to a better place. Um, and, and maybe a little bit of peace of mind as well. It's all really interesting. Bill Neer is the CEO of Helios Sports. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Bram. On the next Future Sport Podcast, virtual horse racing is taking a very realistic approach. They can buy, they're sitting in a casino, we're sitting in a track, and they want to participate in a race right now. They can get premium horses that uh, are come fully trained. And of course, we've got uh, NFT horses that are the very kind of uh, most scarce and most premier horses in our system that are available uh, through our, our blockchain platform. That's Jonathan Straws, CEO of Invincible, which is driving the latest in AI gaming. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.